Does anybody would know, uh, Jens, you're usually the one who keeps notes. Do you have a recap? Yeah. Yeah, I got a recap. Um, okay, just the first thing that I was getting a little bit confused about is like, what are the what are the factions? What are the different exp expeditions? And they're just three. So there's the Germans, which is the Basmeyer Falcon expedition. There's the Starkweather Moor. That's us. And there's Lexington. So at the moment, us, Starkweather Moor, we are taking off in two planes, the Weddell and the End Enderby, right? But actually the two other factions, the Germans and Lexington, they join together in the Bell. Is that right? Uh, yes. So they're together and they only have one plane. All right. Uh, and all three of these factions, we're in the in the city, in the ancient city now. Right, okay. So, um, right, so the Germans, they're on board Lexington's plane and in, in exchange for some equipment. So they got a little partnership going on. Um, right, then there was a whole business. There were some dogs that had been dissected. Uh, anyway, we're all, we're all heading for the mountain pass to get to the other side of the range. We're flying in the Boeings. There's room for, for eight in each. Some people are staying back at the camp. That sounds sensible. The mountains there are 20,000 feet. Now, just for reference, I think the Mount Everest is like eight or 9,000, nearly 9,000 feet or something. So we're really talking something. No, no, no. It's like... Uh, yes. Ah, 19, uh, no, it's like... It's like 30. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. 30. Yeah. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm wrong. I'm, think, I'm thinking yes. meters. Yes. Don't fuck up any Five meters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they're kind of like um, tall, but not as tall as the Mount Everest. But definitely taller than should be expected on that. that yeah. Because yeah. I'm mixing up with the Mountains of Madness, because in the Mountains of Madness, they're actually talking about something being taller than Everest, in any case. Uh, so we fly over, it's shaky, there's turbulence, and on the way there, there's a lot of strange observations. There's something very odd about the mountain formation that shouldn't really be possible. Belcour, he notices that the cave mouths, they have some strange dot patterns and it just doesn't look natural. Uh, Magnus, he notices um, that, or he judges that it would be possible to pass the mountain by foot if need be. I suppose that goes both ways, climbing up, going down. And then we hear an odd whistling sound. When we go by Dyer's Pass, the compasses, they go wild. So that's very strange. Then we reach the plateau. It turns out to be an ancient town. Not really expected. It's a huge city full of bridges, roads, buildings, statues, avenues. Everything is covered in ice. Uh, Belcour loses it at this point. In other words, it goes down to stability. We look for a place to land. <clears throat> Seems like that more he possibly knew of this place. He, he was checking his notes as if he was looking for the right place to land. And that leaves us all very suspicious. We do touch down. It's a violent touchdown. Uh, and we, but we, we do, but nobody gets too hurt. I think more is not strapped in. He gets a bit hurt, but everybody's fine. Minus 20 Celsius, minus 20 degrees Celsius. And there's no wind. That's good. So this, the city is very just silent. There's just this thin sound of wind. And uh, Starkweather is very excited. He gives a pep speech. Let's explore. Let's set up camp. Let's explore. Um, so he doesn't seem to be too shaken by by the epicness of this of this thing. 
We set up camp. We used the ancient structure, this old ruin. Uh, it's just stone and ice. We have lost visual contact and radio contact with Lexington's plane. So it could have crashed, it could have gotten lost or landed elsewhere. So this is not something that's given particular importance. It seems like, well, there's nothing else to do. So let's just focus on our own thing here. But it's quite important, really. I mean, that the bell is gone. More, he says, we're a bit closer to sea level than we thought. So the oxygen isn't necessary for, uh, we, we don't have such a high need for oxygen. So we might be able to stay a few, few more weeks. So anyway, we are at the main plaza. It's huge. It's epic. It's kind of like Paris style and big plaza. And what we find is like mur murals slowing, showing uh, the plaza in its glory days with archways and even trees. We also see creatures and they seem like they could somehow fly through space. And the murals also depict that these creatures, they possess, they possess strange senses and they use servants, servant race, that would be the Shagrath, to build the city. Uh, and then... They, buy, they, bury their, they bury their dead. I thought it was they bury their heads in vertical holes. No, they bury their dead in vertical holes that are five-sided five holes. And speaking of five, it's a recurring number. There's a star figure, which is five points. There's a plaza. There's these burial holes. And the dot patterns are arranged in five. So five is like a recurring number. Um... There's some evidence that they're fighting intergalactic battle on Earth with other aliens. There's a note on star co uh, constellations, but nothing that we can rec recognize. We found this mound, which is under a ramp. There's evidence of Lakes Party from 1930. Um, there's some sledges. Uh, oh, I, we forgot. We found a human body. I, I actually yeah. totally forgot about this. We found a human body was carefully laid out, laid out. It was deeply, deep frozen, perfectly preserved, possibly dead meat. Interesting. More dot patterns, looks like possibly being writing. Belcourt, he finds a piece of paper. There's no writing on it. It's from a notebook, a sign that humans have been there. So back to more. He gives us the notebook that he got from the Germans. And it's actually the book that was stolen at the, at the Amherst Hotel. And this is at the Mountains of Madness. So this is the notebook of Dyer. That, for some reason, freaks us out. We have to do a sanity check. I think we pass it. Which has been ah. kept from the world, right? The, the, the fantastical details that we're now seeing evidence of. Yeah. Okay, so, did, yeah. so uh, while reading the Mountains of Madness, at the Mountains of Madness, there was something, I'd, it was like a link I didn't really get. So this is Dyer's account of what really happened at the first expedition, right? Which yeah, he had, had to piece together because when he discovered it, it was it, it was like us figure, trying to figure it out by forensic right. kind of investigation. Yeah, but he only wrote this after getting back to the United States, right after the expedition. Okay, and then so none of this, uh, all this sort of supernatural stuff, none of this had been known since that expedition. None, I mean, there was just some suspicion that things went wrong. It wasn't a successful expedition, blah, blah, blah. But nobody really knew about this, you know, this, all this. Yeah. Well, and there was, a, there was a conspiracy to keep it all secret with starting with the members of the expedition, but then it seems to have gotten bigger. And, and now I think we're seeing the reason for that is because the implications of this are 
you know, alien technology from space. And, and so, you know, the ulterior motives of these expeditions now are significantly in question because we know the Germans knew this even before they arrived here because they had the document. So the, their government, we would assume, is maybe sponsoring their expedition to come send them here to get this you know, these secrets. Um, and now I don't know about you, but I'm a bit worried because we're kind of the odd men out, right? If you're on a playground with three kids and two of them are start playing together, it's pretty mm. predictable where what side you're on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but again, like, why do we get? Like, why would the Germans even give the at the mountains of Matis to Maul? And then why would Maul give it to us? Isn't this like the most valuable? Yeah. Document that there exists at this point. Uh, it must be well, based since on we're here, this doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah, it must be based on necessity. They must need us, right? They need our our supplies. They need our manpower. They need our skills. But maybe, they, maybe they when their need for us runs out, they have a plan. <laughs> or they have a copy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they have a copy of the book. Oh, I'm um, sure. I'm sure they have a copy. Yeah. I hope so. But I mean, I mean, until you see it for yourself, this. This 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 book is still just ramblings of a madman, right? I mean, <clears throat> uh, all the photos that they took are there any trace of them? Does anyone have ever, anyone ever seen those? Um, you yeah, know, it's like but we're yeah. seeing the we're seeing the manifestations with our own eyes of the things that are yeah now. But you yeah. know, imagine you read this when you're in, back in New York and thinking, oh, that's cool. Sure. I'm sure that's probably true. All of it, and let's go. <laughs> uh, probably not, right? So. Sure. Yeah. Well, at any rate, we have this document, so that's basically our best, uh, our best help, right? That's what brings some sort of sense to this to this situation that we had. And yeah, the book reveals that there are actually creatures here alive, and they're descendants of the slaves of the builders of the city, and they live underground. That's the point where we get a, to do a sanity check. Yeah. Had to do a sanity check. Uh, but anyway, life goes on. We have to go to sleep. And when we go to sleep, Bill, Avery, he falls into a weird dream about dissecting a weird beast and then eating it. And then, oh, after, and then after Bill wakes up, it occurs to him that it probably wasn't a weird beast. It was a man. Yeah. yeah. Is this the point where we shun Bill from our party? You have to go into the ice and never come back. <laughs> Guys, I, I've, got, I've, I've got a real hunger. I don't know what this is building in me. I... <laughs> oh, we have a frozen stiff. Maybe you can try that one first. Yeah, there we go. Hey, get me. Yeah, so, so from, so from that dream, could I tell like the, the time period that, that that was from? And like, what kind of, from what perspective was I dreaming? Um, like, could I see my own body or? You, you're not sure what time uh, it would have been. Um, you don't remember many specifics about your yourself, but you were just mm -hmm. aware that you weren't you. Mm -hmm. You were, you were definitely a monster. And it reminds me of something. A little clue, perhaps, yeah. which was the. Hang on. Yeah. So from reading, well, hold on, go on. Okay, so the Shoggoths, these biological entities created created 
to perform any task, assume any form, and reflect any thought. I just thought that was pretty cool. So, for example, oh, wow. at this point, I get the impression that the dream that you had was a sort of projected dream, just like the shoggoths. They were created to perform any task or reflect any thought. Mm -hmm. Which makes exploring the tunnels pretty scary. If, if, yeah, if you're suddenly possessed. And then you start eating Yeah, should we... That blows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Tom? Uh, I was just thinking, uh, remember we found a piece of paper with nothing written on it? Yeah. Uh, and we were going to check it. Uh, yeah, I think from, from how I understood reading the manuscript was that it was basically just used to help uh, track the... the the routes they were walking around in the tunnels, so they would put little pieces of paper here and there to uh, to show where they've gone. And, and I might be misunderstanding, but since I didn't actually read the whole thing yet, but uh, well, it definitely makes sense if you're exploring a tunnel system. Yeah. You know, something else that comes to mind when we're talking about the, the bigger picture of the uh, world politics that this could ha be pulling into play is communication, right? Right. So as of now. This is still a big secret, you know. But what happens when who's going to radio home first, and when the when the word gets out, what's going to be the result of that? So we need to think seriously about like when when we get back in contact with the other expedition, what their intentions are, and when they start getting to the point where they can radio back to you know the German leadership or the the leadership of the other expedition. What I say we put it on Reddit right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. That may be our only hope, right? To make sure everybody knows, as opposed to only a few people. WikiLeaks, Antarctic yeah, leaks. <laughs> well, I suppose we should probably talk to Starkweather <laughs> first before we pro start broadcasting uh, to the world. Well, you can't broadcast now anyway because you don't yeah, have radio. Yeah, we're back to our, our convenience. Uh, yeah, exactly. We're all isolated, but isn't it convenient? When do we all get back? <laughs> that's going to be their priority. Their priority is going to be communicating back with their leaders. Uh, no cell reception. Yeah. Okay. So the, yeah, that's what I have in terms of notes. Ooh. So today should be the fifth or something like that of December, nineteen thirty-three. Is that it? <clears throat> That's correct. Uh, I have a feeling I will make it to Christmas. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a merry Christmas. <laughs> if we're lucky, we're going to get to Christmas. So, so that's it. We've been sleeping in this little uh, makeshift camp, just the three of us. Is that it? But, but I. Did I forget to write something? Uh, Didn't we start exploring? Didn't we go underground? No, we were down exploring a bit. But yeah, that's where, that's where the body and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, there's. Uh, you're on this big plaza, and in the middle of the plaza, there's a collapsed. Uh, what looks like a collapsed tower, and the um, there's a pit that kind of goes down. You went down into the the pit. Got that's it. where you found the body. And do, the do we have the means uh, to develop photographs back at camp? Do we have like a, a dark room set up? Uh, that is a good question. 
um, I don't know. Maybe if you have a if you want to, you can spend the preparedness. Because I think we definitely want to be documenting this, taking a bunch of photos. But I just wonder if we have the ability to, rather than take all the unprocessed film back, process it. What about the pictures from the previous expedition? Yeah. Where are they? What about them? Yeah. You don't know. I don't think I have preparedness. Let's see. Our characters are not very prepared. We don't even have the prepared skill. Can't sense danger. Is not prepared. How do you? I can sense travel. Alive? I just, I'm just not ready for it. I have two points of stealth. I have eight points of stealth. I'll be fine. Where's Belkua? I can sneak like a fucker. I see me. No, I don't. <laughs> Great. All right. So um, let's see here. It's December 5th. Um, the temperature on the plateau has dropped to minus 35 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, uh, which is minus 37 Celsius. Um, the clouds overhead have thickened to uh, kind of a haze in the sky. Uh, the sun is behind the mountains, casting everything into a gloom. Um, uh, William, you wake up from your dream, um, kind of disoriented and uh, not sure exactly for a second where you are. And then you realize, that, oh yeah, that's right, I'm in this terrible uh, far place. Um, outside... Um, my notes. Uh, oh, uh, refresh skills. Oh, yeah. Get too far. Uh, and how does that work again? <laughs> we just max out everything? <laughs> you can refresh. Yes, max out everything. Uh, you can... Yeah, you forget. <laughs> it should just be on the character sheet. It's only the, it's only the generals, right? General skills. Yeah, I think you refresh all your general skills, and then, but that's not, no, that's not quite true. Here, let me... How many stability points do I get back? <laughs> None. Yeah, I'm really fucking low on stability. I got two out of ten. Yeah. At bloat. Yeah, I'm on minus one, bitch. I'm minus three. Oh, shit. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. David, David wins. Suckers. That's it, I'm just walking back to the camp. I'm getting out of here. You guys want to just take a dark sled and get the <laughs> fuck off? Yeah, I'm going to eat a dog and then I'm off. I'll wait. <laughs> All right, so general ability. Uh, you can refresh up to three general abilities. Okay. Up to three. Three points or three abilities? From okay. Three abilities. Three uh, general abilities. Or three any kind of abilities. Three general. General. Well, I'm max on all except for two. So that's easy. I'm fully maxed. No, wait. Uh, there was actually three. Okay, the third one. Now I'm fully maxed. I'm a bit low on evidence collection, but otherwise, uh, and archaeology. I could use some more of that. Well, you can't get it. Because uh, it would be too useful now anyway. Yeah. 
um, let's see. So with regards to um, refreshing stability, if you have the rule book, it's on page uh, 79. There's some psychoanalysis stuff. Um, There's some confidence that's only for pulp games. There's something else as well, though. Recovering sanity, stability. But that's between adventures, and you don't have between adventures, so you're probably just screwed. So yeah. Which means we have to figure out what your low stability. Um, Ice cream. <laughs> like a gazillion degrees here so. yeah here too it's like 37 degrees i haven't run the ac yet because uh, it's too noisy but oh my god 37 degrees what is that celsius what is that in human numbers in celsius. <laughs> 37 human, degrees human celsius numbers what 30 37 degrees in new york yeah this is new york summer in new it's york like crazy south um it is it, in like it's on it's like a down about spain uh there about actually um, it, it only got to 46 degrees Celsius here yesterday. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but is that what? is that dry or humid? That's dry, very yeah, dry. Yeah, which, this is which very, saves you. This is super yeah. humid. Uh, it's like you walk out and it's just like walking into a wall of Ugh. of humidity. I'll take dry any day. Yeah. All right. Um, So I'm just looking around for, uh, feel free to look as well, if you have the rule book open. I'm just looking around for stability loss and the implications thereof. Um, 69. If you can't find it, it probably means nothing. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. Losing stability. So if your stability ranges from zero to minus five, you're shaken. You can still do your job, but seem distracted. You can't spend points from the pools of your investigative abilities. And difficulty numbers for all general abilities increase by one. If you're below zero, is that it? Yeah. Um, right. Give me, uh, rem remind me what your uh, respective drives are. Um, Adventurer. <laughs> Uh, curiosity. Ah, ennui. 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 Feng Shui. Feng Shui. <laughs> <laughs> you need to all organize this class <laughs> right now. <laughs> ah, the energy is all wrong. <laughs> Nothing goes with all this white. <laughs> <laughs> of color maybe some red oh yeah <laughs> all right um and then also um good so um you wake up uh william uh from your dream um you find uh Maunus already outside uh kind of gazing across the fog-ridden ice uh in the still very cold morning air. Morning insofar as, uh, you know, the, the time says this morning. Um, Manos, you're, you're outside. Uh, you felt a, a presence of some sort, but um, 
there's only this wailing sound that's coming down off the mountains. Everything else is quiet. Well, since I'm at minus three stability and the things we've we've seen, I'm going to chalk this up to uh, uh, just being shaken and the strangeness of it. So I think I don't want I don't want to alert anyone to my craziness, my mounting craziness. They all think I'm just insane. So I think I'm just going to keep the dream to myself. Um, uh, good call. <laughs> You mean the whole thing where you're eating other people? Yeah. Like, that thing, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I had this well, really. I, I thought that was pretty normal dream, though. <laughs> You've been having this for weeks, right? Don't judge me, but. <laughs> okay. Um, and um, it's beginning to be morning. People are waking up. Um, Moore hasn't been to bed yet. He's been kind of feverishly. I'm making waffles. Scribbling in his uh, scribbling in his notebook, um, he's been composing a little map uh, over the area. The map that you see uh, in Roll Twenty is kind of akin to to that. And um, as people begin to get up and, and uh, prepare some breakfast, you know, some some version of boiled pemmican, I'm, I'm sure, um, conversations begin to kind of um, arise about where to explore. Some people. Are a little bit more kind of um, uh, insular, and other people kind of engage in conversation and, and whatnot. Um, DeWitt and um, the other guy's name that I forget. Uh, the pilot, uh, the other pilot, um, and and you begin to uh, William begin to talk about um, uh, the plane and repairing the the ski, um, and and that's kind of how the morning. The morning unfolds. Um, it's about 6 a.m. It's extremely cold. Um, what's your plan? Well, I don't really feel like doing anything. <laughs> Can I help with repair the, the ski? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, what's, what's the... What's the mission now? You know, like it's just uh, the things are so radically different at this point. We found a dead body. We've some sort of indication there might be live creatures from outer space around here. You know, what what what's really the end goal here? We got like three, four days maximum a week, depending on oxygen. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna collect samples? Are we gonna explore? Yeah, I think gather, just gather the scope of this thing and fig- to be able to figure out what the next move would be. Um, what's the weather like? Like, would the weather favor a scouting flight to be able to actually see the, you know, try to determine the size uh, of the city and maybe find any landmarks or other locations that would be points to start exploring? Um, well, I mean, it is extremely cold, but beyond that, the weather is fairly good. The, the question is whether... Um, whether it's worth worth risking a flight um, if it's not a flight out of here. Mm-hmm. So if the weather's pretty good, I mean, it's other than fuel use, the risk shouldn't be too significant based on you know, the, the advantage of information collected. So that would be something, obviously, for uh, for the professor to decide. Yeah. But I'll just I'll present that possibility to him and give him the assessment that you know risk level versus uh, you know. The, chance of success with the, the weather being good and now that we know where a decent landing site is here yeah um, there's also just general talk about kind of um, 
what to what to go and look at and, and explore now that we're here and, and stuff like that. Um, more seems a little kind of preoccupied um, just in general. Are you going to do um, some organized uh, exploration? You asking more? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. I, I think we. I think we should. I mean, this is uh, an opportunity of a lifetime. It'd be foolish not. To. Indeed. Indeed. Let's make a plan. So um, he shows you the map that he's made of the the general area. Um, you can see the crudely childlike map that uh, exists. This is actually better than the map that I have. <laughs> so the, the one on the desktop uh, in roll 20 in the roll 20 yeah is this, this is the one that looks like yeah, it looks like my daughter made this yeah yeah <laughs> I don't even know where it's supposed to be I, I mean it, it certainly obviously doesn't show us much detail of the city like, no. you know, we obviously don't know much about so let me, how big it is so you see that um I mean, let me walk you through it a little bit. Um, so you see the the lines at the bottom. The, that's the mountain range. The yeah. the thing in the middle, kind of rolling up throughout the, the map, that's um, an old riverbed. Mm. And when you were flying in, you saw the um, you saw these giant statue-like things uh, perched on either side of the the river, and those are the two little dots right there. Okay. Um, Wasn't there like a bridge that was collapsed or sunk yeah. in ice or something? Yeah, that too. The um, the weird um, kind of liver-like uh, thing with a little star inside of it, uh, that is the... Uh, Can't you point, Michael? Don't you have a... Oh, I do. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, that is where you are. That's the square, or the plaza, rather. And um, that's where you're, you're camped out and where the planes are. Uh, I think last time in Skype... I think I sent you like a, a little map of the, the yeah. plaza. So, um, so essentially, from here you can kind of choose to, to, you know, explore around um, more or less at, at will. Um, let's see. I mean, we should split up. We should have the group in different, uh, mark off different areas where different groups will explore. And we should never split up into individuals. You want to split up the party? We can do that. So, no, 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 no. That's no. Okay, that's split up. Done. So more doesn't <laughs> seem too concerned with the location of the other expeditions and if they're okay or if they've, if they're in distress or anything. He's just he's like they can do their own thing. We're gonna go. Yeah, he seems explore, fair, and if they seems, find us, they find us. Yeah, he seems more kind of concerned with um, the where you are and what you've found. Okay. Seems like a massive mistake, bro. Oh, uh, and also um, uh, the broadcast stopped. I'm sorry. I've got to restart that. 15-year-old technology still it stops. I know. <laughs> Actually, this was my, my crappy app that crashed at this point. This app is the worst. Uh, I figured. I suspect. So um, you're you're kind of free to to you know go about the the city as you as you as you feel like. What do you want to do? 
but doesn't William have to fix the fucking airplane first? Well, given that he's a player character, he gets a little bit of leeway. Yeah, well, I okay. can I can assign some of the other folks to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> delegate, delegate. Look, All just right. hammer on the ski until it's straight. I don't know what's so hard about it. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, what do you guys want to do? Uh, I feel like where we went is a key location, but at the same time, do we really want to wake up what's below? Yeah, this is that's the grid. That's the big question. We found out there are monsters lurking beneath. Yeah, I don't know if we're prepared to deal with them, considering that they built cities. Yeah, but I mean, I must admit, I'm curious. Um, and who knows? Maybe they can be reasoned with. Maybe they will be happy to see us. We bring uh, food. <laughs> well, we bring and money. Maybe Maybe uh, maybe some red wine will cheer them up. Look, <laughs> yes, um, wine. Your thigh will cheer them up. Um, that's. It does seem pretty quiet around here. Uh, if there are any anything dwelling below, yeah. it must certainly be quite deep. Uh, well, well, it seems like. You know, we just happened upon, in just an opening of a, this tunnel, a pretty elaborate um, uh, carving that told us a lot about the, you know, the past and the society. We should definitely try to find more of that because that's going to give us the most information. Yeah. So, what would be the, where would likely be some kind well, of. Well, in the tunnels that uh, came out from. I can't really hear what I'm talking about. I'm just going to turn it on. In the tunnels that led from the tower we mm -hmm. visited, well, it was more like a walk down, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the tunnels that were leading away, where we found the body and we saw the carvings yes. and stuff, were there, were there more carvings on the walls further in? Um, Did we see any? You didn't see any. Sign of you didn't see much because uh, you didn't go into the, the further tunnels. Yeah. Well, it could be one place. I mean, we should probably definitely at least uh, explore that place a bit more. Um, I think that could be the value of a scouting flight, right? Because if I'm just trying to think, if we're going to survey one of our cities or the ruins of one of our cities, you look for something that looked like the tallest building, you know, the city center or the civic center kind of thing that would have uh, the library. Yeah, or something, at least any kind, the giant, the largest building or, or the most regal structure would be something that would be constructed for governorship or at least would be, uh, you know, maybe a repository. But does their city go up or does it maybe go down? In which case, maybe we need to look for the deepest structure or something. But it seems like the whole city is encased in ice. So it, it went up, I think. So. That's why a flight from the air might help us find the lay of the land and see the you know the, the center of the the city center from con the concentration of buildings and ruins and tall points and things like that. Yeah. Well, the, it's curious though because I mean we, this place must have some significance since it turned out maybe it's just a good landing spot, but I mean since the previous expedition were exactly in this same very location as well. Um, I mean, yeah, it seems pretty, uh, unless it was 
they knew they landed here already when we landed and that's why we landed here um, the buildings in the plaza uh, Heilman yeah are they do they look significant compared to the buildings in the surrounding area um in terms of epicness <laughs> um that's a hard question to answer yeah i, I mean yeah there, there's some some very impressive buildings around the plaza as well um but kind of as, as you were flying in you you saw a lot of um there's obviously a lot of uh, completely ruined buildings and buildings that are you know no more than ramparts but there are also some some big structures that are left and and some that are um you know even though they're ruined still remain kind of um uh, i'd love to check out some of the pyramids that are here yeah yeah are there any nearby uh yes i think there are let me let me just look at my because you know, I wonder also since the, since these things use the the number five or the five pointed shape as their base, maybe maybe the city is laid out like that. So maybe there's a nexus of like five major streets. Maybe we're just on one of those major streets, and if we follow it, we'll find yeah, the nexus. Yeah, I mean, but we are in the nexus. We are in the big plaza with five connecting roads. Are we? Uh, yeah. There's a map. It's in the chat. Oh, I, you know, I don't think I can see those. Skype tells me that, like, for some reason, it can't open files. What is wrong with your? Can you just can you can you can you just share? Isn't it in, is it in handouts, Sokol? Let me try yeah, it. Sharing the stuff on Skype really just sucks. It's a, yeah, it says here. Uh, you can, I can try opening it in my browser. The plaza map, can you share it in Roll20 instead? Uh, yeah, I think so. Here, let me just... Mm, I think so. Of course you can. Yes, I just... Do it, man! Okay, okay. I, open, I open it in my browser. Do you have it? Okay, yeah, I see now. Yeah, five. One, two, three. Yeah, five. So, Tom... Oh, he left. Oh, it even shows where our campsite is. Landing strip, campsite, plaza. You had enough. The pits in the center. So two of the main roads are choked with rubble. Looks like so we can't even see. We can't explore those. But it looks like three. We could go down three of the main roads. So maybe we should just go down one of the main roads. Tom, you were asking for a pyramid. If you look at the map in roll twenty, um, I put a pin where you guys are, and then there's another pin in like that uh, area up there. That's a yeah. uh, that's a pyramid. So about two miles. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're about. Okay, well, let's explore the tower a little bit more, the one we were at yesterday, and then. Um, the tower is right in the center, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that seems a pretty significant place. Nope. Is it a tower or a pit on the map? Uh, it says well, spiral ramped pit. pit. Yeah. It's a broken tower. It's an inverted tower. Um, I still think that's a good place to look more, um, but we can also go straight for a pyramid if you want. Um, yeah, I, I, before we go down in the depths, I think I'd rather go explore something that's on the surface, because I, I, I just think the depth sounds pretty ominous <laughs> considering what we're yes. 
Let's let's wait till nighttime to go to the. <laughs> Um, oh wait! Yeah. This would be a good time for a soft driver, which could uh, increase your stability if you choose to go into the pit. What's that soft oh. driver? Soft driver. It's a uh, hey. You guys should actually totally go into the pit, despite the fact that you, the players, don't want to. But your characters have adventure NUI and. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was just I was just reading right now about this NUI and. Uh, I changed my mind. I want to go down into. <laughs> go find this mod. This mod is going to so At least something interesting is going to happen today. That's what drives me. Also, it's fucking cold. Underground would be way better. Super warm. Um, totally okay, on. so um, I'll take the chance and give you one stability back uh, for if you go into the pit. Pit, pit, pit. I'll take pit. it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, Actually, if I'm on zero, can I use my skills again? Or is it from one? Uh, it's minus five. It's, no, it's from zero to minus five, right? Damn it! Yeah. Because awesome. I, I will only get to zero, if, uh, so I will actually be just as useless with... Uh, that is a little rough. I'm, I'm actually kind of figuring, I'm trying to figure out how... Because we have a little ways to go and I'm not sure how... How long you're gonna survive if you, you, know, keep if you can't use any of your skills? <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe we maybe we just get it over with. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we do have some NPCs. I've got better stuff to do on Sundays anyway. Because <clears throat> uh... there's gonna be. There's a very big difference between playing a, a one-shot scenario that takes place over two or three sessions and depleting your stability versus a campaign that lasts a year. Yeah, that's exactly. equivalent to you know, you know, a dozen or more mini scenarios. They can't be equitable systems because yeah, you you never get a, a survivable character. No, and the problem with this campaign is also you're so. Um isolated from the world that you don't have a good chance of kind of getting respite at any point um what do we do hmm. there's, I mean, there's got to be a there's got to be a way to refresh there's got to be just like the skills there's no maybe we can pick up some some power-ups in the pyramid i'm <laughs> thinking that's where we find it <laughs> if they're gonna be anywhere it's there um, do you have, so um, this is actually more of a, a pulp setting thing, but I think it might work well in Purist anyway. Uh, do you have uh, Pillars of Sanity? Uh, yes. What are they? I have uh, Scientific Progress, Patriotism and National Virtue, and Physical Law. Um, I'm going to make up a rule on, on, on the spot. Um, if you... Um, <laughs> Find a way to uh, break one of those, um, kind of s storytelling-wise, um, and uh, play that out. I will uh, replenish five points. Do you break it? What, what do you mean by break it? Uh, no longer believing in. So it's like a one-time deal. You break one, and then yeah. In, in case of insanity, break pillar of <laughs> pillar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so that's actually meant for sanity, but I'll, I'll allow it for stability as well. Okay. Well, I guess we need to uh, find a moment to play it out. Okay. 
Um, so you uh, you approach the the pit and uh, begin to make your way down again. I, I assume all of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can, can, just to say something player to player because he's like I'm a little bit uh, becoming a bit more familiar with my character here. So part of my backstory was that I was on a previous expedition, but I was disgraced. And I think maybe that's where these pillars of sanity they come and where the, this character he like how he develops himself. So so his sort of like a mission is to redeem himself. But it's centered up around these pillars of sanity, which is like exploration, perseverance, right? And on top of that he has as a driver Inui. So for me all this points towards him, even if it might be a suicide mission going back down below, because it's his only chance of redeeming himself. Uh, so it's both exploration and this perseverance, perhaps. The third one is patriotism, so for the Norwegian king and whatnot. Um, in any case, like Magnus, he sees it as his only way to, uh, to forward in life is to to go down this to go God, down this godforsaken pit and find whatever whatever is there for us. In other words, I vote that we go down to the to the below and look for what may be waiting for us there. This is a chance of a lifetime. Yeah, I, I'm really curious because uh, looking at those uh, inscriptions uh, and stories on the wall, I need to I need to find something that can tell us whether or not they, their stories or their attempt at recorded history. Uh, we need to find out more about what's going on in this place. And I feel like we have some answers in this. This setting. I need to find out what the building is, <clears throat> and some signs that it's true or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, but we shouldn't we get uh, packing and uh, you know bring yes. supplies or whatnot. Since since we since we don't have uh, preparedness skills, maybe we just prepare actual prepare. <laughs> Okay, so you uh, look. I'll give you all. Uh, let's say. I'll give you two points of preparedness that are uh, uh, an expendable pool. So you you expend them and you can't get them back just for the fact that you've been on this expedition. You kind of know the ropes now, um, and so forth. So you can all kind of. So we don't have to spend time necessarily uh, rummaging through the uh, manifest. Okay. Um, oh, so that's, that's for going down the pit. I think we definitely want we want ropes and like pitons and things we can hammer into the sand. Yeah, and then I think for for the uh, the knowledge we can gain from this, the uh, carvings, we want some way to preserve it, right? Like photography is probably not very reliable in the dark, so we probably want like the ability to make rubbings. Uh, yeah. Mm. With chop, with like charcoal and paper and stuff, because if yeah. we find something we want to record for later, yeah, we'll, we'll take it with us. Yep. So. We'll bring that and uh, some plenty of batteries for, for our yeah. flashlights, guns. Yeah, uh, maybe we should bring other people. The ability to make fire in a hurry, because what if we need to drive stuff off that fears fire? <laughs> Some oil, maybe oil and uh... a bazooka. <laughs> um, let me just see if I can find a list of the people who are who are with you. Right first now. aid kit. First aid kit. 
Look, this is all of the things that preparedness will get you yeah. in the blink of an eye. is a list somewhere of people. Here we go. Okay, so the people currently at camp are you guys, Ralph DeWitt, Patrick Miles, James Starkweather, Richard Green, that's the doctor, Douglas Halperin, and William Moore. Uh, then, yeah, we need, uh, we need one or two screaming no-nos to go with our group. <laughs> and then two other people whom, uh, let's see who they are. Just two anonymous guys that yeah. can die. Two uh, red shirts. Got it. <laughs> um, Gunnar Sorensen or Nils Sorensen? Yes, they sound perfect. <laughs> they, they walk forward. Uh, they're, they're polar guys. <laughs> Excellent, uh, excellent. When we play, when we play the riffs, we always call these people screaming no-nos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, so they're they're volunteering to join us. Is that it? Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> sounds like a plan. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. What, what could go wrong? We're gonna need a lot of uh, pelican. 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 <laughs> pelican, probably the same thing. <laughs> probably made of pelican. Yeah. Gi we got giant penguins, so a bit of pelican, that'll be fine. <laughs> so, based on what's on my inventory that I'm going to bring, I have, uh, let's see, my revolver, a small flask of rum, a compass, a canteen with water, uh, my knife, my handcuffs and key, cigarette lighter. <laughs> Sexy. Yeah. Notebook and pencils and chalk, flashlight with batteries, small mirror, some cigarettes, binoculars, accordion camera with film, a whistle that could be helpful in the depths, uh, the medical kit, and a small vial of hydrofluoric, hydrochloric acid. <laughs> I think I got that on the boat. Yeah, right? you're still yeah. carrying that around. Who knows? <laughs> Never know when you can use right. it. So well, somebody's prepared. Good, good. Cool. I'll definitely also bring a little flask of alcohol. All right. You make your way uh, across the plaza. Um, Starkweather and uh, what's his face? Uh, he Starkweather takes the wit and uh, he goes. Let's see, that is southwest. Uh, he's going to go over to explore uh, the those statues over there. Uh, oh, the ones that are at the at the mouth of the river. Yeah. Um, more, uh, more is put to bed because he's been up all night, um, so he kind of drifts off. And um, Miles uh, goes back to, to work on the, the ski as much as is possible in, in the weather. Um, you make your way over to the pit and down the, the spiral ramp, um, and as you as you kind of lower yourselves in, the, the wind subsides a little bit and. Um, uh, you find yourselves at the bottom of the, the pit again. Um, and there, um, you see, um, obviously, the stuff you saw before. There's several uh, kind of low archways at the base, um, and they appear to have been cleared of rubble. 
um, and the passageways uh, beyond them descend slightly, um, leading off into various directions. Let's take the northern one first. Who said there was a northern one? Um, does does the comp does my compass show any headings or is it just spinning? Uh, it does. Okay. Um, so is there a northern one? Is there a northern one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's another one. Uh, so let me also distinguish them. One of them had the uh, yellow piece of paper that was pressed into a crack that he found. Um, oh yeah, let's take that one. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, is that the northern one? <laughs> he marked it for a reason, huh? <laughs> Let's see. Um, there's also... That's where the one. other expedition ends up, yeah. Yeah, there's also Sorry. another one. Uh, there's a sense trouble spend if anybody wants it. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. I'll sense trouble. Okay. I'll sense I just need one. Um, okay, done. You notice in the other one that it's also been cleared of rubble, um, and it seems like there is kind of a well-worn band of tracks um, from the base of the spiral ramp to that archway, but they're not boot prints the way that you, you might expect. Um, uh, it, it's, it's kind of hard to describe. It looks almost like um, somebody had a, a bag of giant floppy spoons and uh, was dragging it along. So tentacles tracks instead. I don't know what you're talking. Or about. pelican pelican tracks. <laughs> okay, well, if we're gonna go that way, I'm gonna rip off a page out of my own notebook and wrote, you know, we went this way, put it with an arrow pointing uh, in that direction. If we don't come back, just yeah. burn the burn the place to the ground. <laughs> Nuke it. Yeah. Okay. So um, well, that's the way that we have to go. That's it. Which way? The, so the, we follow the tracks? Or follow we follow the tracks. The you take the second one? Well, the one with the tracks. Okay. The, the one, one where we sense danger. Spoon slash tentacle <laughs> tracks. Um, do you have anything akin to um, track? So, yes. the, so the tracks, then, are they the tracks from the sledge? Or are they actual they're tracks from something else that could be um, They're creature? not immediately identifiable to you, but if you were to guess, they would probably be some sort of a, a creature. Oh, jeez, and we're going to follow this thing? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What's your sense of adventure, man? Uh, we, we follow this. Okay, I have an outdoorsman. Is that enough tracking? Uh, yes, Even though I think so. We're it would be. Um, that's, that's, a, uh, that's not a general ability, right? Correct. It's a technical ability. Cool. Uh, so just one point spend. Done. All right. Um, so you um, you follow this track down uh, into uh, you know an increasingly darkening darkening passage uh, uh, into some sloping sloping tunnels, uh, basement chambers. I assume you brought um, flashlights. Yeah. Yeah. Lots. Um, let me see. So there, um, batteries aren't great in the thirties. Just so you know. Um, the... That's why we have a whole sled of them with striking after us. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be very sparing with them. Like, one person will use it. You know, we're not all going to have ours on. Well, one person will use theirs until we find a need that we need more light. Um, let's see. 
So um, you kind of move through a number of uh, basement chambers. Um, everything here is, you know, uh, either covered in a little bit of ice. It's indoors, but uh, even now, over over time, ice has kind of crept in here. Um, so it, it can be a little hard to traverse at times. Uh, there's rubble, uh, cracked walls, uh, lots of dust. Um, there are kind of murals along the way uh, depicting various things uh, kind of akin to the things you've, you've uh, seen before. Um, and um, have any of you um, read the, the full manuscript? Uh, at the Mountains of Madness? Yeah. Uh, well, some years ago. Well, your characters. Uh... <laughs> Good. Um, you uh, you end up in exiting into this uh, giant underground space. It's about a hundred foot in diameter, about fifty feet high. Uh, it's a perfect hemisphere, and it's surrounded by a lot of broad, low archways uh, and a single large uh, large arch, about uh, fifteen foot high. Um, and there's a faint odor in here. It's a little hard. It seems familiar. It seems like it would hold liquid, right? Liquid would flow. It's not well, meant to walk on. It's inverted. So, hemisphere up. Oh, and, and flat on the bottom? Yeah. And Okay, and the archways are all at the, the bottom level? Yeah. I'm walking with my rifle at him, by the way. <laughs> I figured. Shine a flashlight up. Is there anything on the ceiling? Any murals or anything? Uh, no, it seems fairly unadorned. Um, there is... Um... Hold on, actually, let me see. There's a lot of text to parse through. Um, you... Uh you kind of move around the, the room a little bit. Um, there's, there, there aren't any adornments on the, um, on the hemisphere itself. Um, some of the archways are uh, blocked by rubble. Um, some of them, um, some of them have a, a little bit of a, um, uh, some adornments inside, you know, kind of similar to, to what you've seen before. Um, the, the large arch, uh, archway seems to, uh, the tunnel beyond it slopes down uh, a little bit. And you um, you can feel a slight current of warmer air kind of wafting up. There's a, a hint of dampness, maybe some faint organic uh, unpleasant smells. Um, and um, that tunnel is made of um, masonry, so it's not kind of cut out of, of pure rock. And um, it's sparsely decorated with... Um, did, did you guys... Well, depending on how far you've gotten, the it seems like, and maybe from conversations with, with more, you've picked up on some of this as well, the, uh, the cartouches are kind of split into three... Uh, types. There's the. Um, uh, I'm to forget the names of them now. The latest of which is the decadent one, um, so to speak. That's the little five-point star thingy. 
I'm not sure I understand the question. Um, the, stone, the, little, the little small stones we find that are five-pointed things? Is that what you mean when you say cartouche? No, I mean um, kind of uh, like the murals. Oh. Um, of various, uh, like these are the smaller kind of individual ones on the, on the walls. Um, Seems like they'd be more utilitarian. Like maybe maybe we're in the less traveled section, like more of a not not a not a main access way, but a underground more of a. As you say that, you notice that the floor is extremely clean, coming out of the 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 big archway tunnel. Search around inside the room or on the floor and see if there's anything. Like, how clean is it? Are there any remnants of anything? Any stones? Any? No, it's mostly just rubble. This is just yeah. impossible. Like, how can this exist? I'm starting to scribble down notes and, and check out the murals and <clears throat> mm -hmm. trying to make sense of it. Uh, see if there's some bigger stories here. Uh, is it just the same murals? over and over, like same stories, or what the actual fuck? Like maybe we're in the, the city's sewer system or something. <laughs> With the cleanest floor around? <laughs> well, maybe they, maybe they shit detergent, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you say clean, you said there's rocks and stuff, right? So, like, you mean they've been like, like, like if you took a rock and put it in a washing machine and washed it clean? Um, more clean as is if somebody swept the floor. So like a certain passage will be clean. And then yeah. like it'll, the rubble will kind of be off to the sides of uh, the room. Are there any tracks? Uh, nope. Maybe does it look like it's like swept aside like water, like water would deposit um, something, flowing water? It might, but you don't see any other kind of um, uh, effects of water. You know, like if there were any mineral deposits or anything like that, just even even vague ones. Um, Somebody fucking cleaned the floor. Let's see. But why clean the floor in this place? It's like there's nothing in it. It's just a big room. It's not like it doesn't seem to have a function. You know? Why would you spend time cleaning this room? Well, it's it's. I don't know. It seems pretty significant room to me. I mean, perfect hemisphere, lush of art rays, smell of stuff. All of stuff. How many archways come off of this room? Is it five? No. Uh, let's see. It is many. <laughs> and then one big. The big one, is that also where the heat comes from? Uh, yes, there's like a, a vague heat kind of wafting up out of the, the underground. I wonder if it could have been like maybe a transportation system, like a subway kind of a thing. Uh, well, yeah, because they have these big sort of highways, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a big-ass city, so you, you got to get around it somehow. 
seems like the most efficient way would be if you had some kind of underground. Well, if you have if you have wings, that's pretty efficient as well. Yeah. Um, is do is there any is there any significant marketings and whatnot uh, around extensiveness? Um, not beyond the the cartouches in in the archway. I'll give you all a soft driver for going into the big archway. Yeah, I'm going. He's trying to steer us right into the mouth of the monsters. <laughs> yeah, but well, isn't, that, isn't that why we're here? <laughs> this is. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm certainly keeping my rifle with me. For me, this is like a, this is a, a dangerous mission. It's not really a scientific one. <sighs> That's what I'm curious about. So my rifle is by my hand. Mm-hmm. This is my rifle and this is my gun. Okay, let's go. All right. I mean, I mean, in the, didn't we read in the sto- in the story in the mountain uh, at the mountains of madness that they got chased by monsters underground? Yes, but we we have dynamite. We have dynamite. We have dynamite, <laughs> do we? right? Do we? I think we do. <laughs> Let me just quickly I, go I, out and get some dynamite. I think we're pretty we're pretty much retracing exactly what they maybe did, uh, maybe just. Um, uh, if we take a couple of barrels of uh, airplane fuel and strap on some dynamite and just roll it down there. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, look, for me, this is like we need we need rifles and dynamite. That's it. And off we go. And wow. screw all these like uh, all these scribbles on the walls. We need to we need to chase down the. We need no, to go. Need to how, how I want rifles that shoot dynamite. Well, dynamite is one preparedness point away. Yeah, okay. Um, so uh, you you go into the big archway, um, and the tunnel slopes uh, steeply down from there. There's a, a current of warmer air rising up from below, kind of bearing hints of fog and dampness, and this kind of weird, unpleasant organic smell. Um, the tunnel walls are made of masonry, um, sparsely decorated with uh, this, this these cartouches. Um, Soon, sorry, what, what are cartouches? A cartouche, <laughs> it's like a um, uh, it's like a, a, a sign of some complexity set in stone, yeah. Like, like, when, like, the, the, what I'm familiar with it described as is like on Tutankhamun's tomb, yeah. The cartouche is the little onk that he's holding right. that has like all the inscriptions on it, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, wall scribbles. Got it. Yeah. Um, soon, though, the the surface begins to be replaced by natural rock, and um, um, there's some carved grooves in the floor to to act as age for for kind of uh, traction. Um, occasional lateral galleries uh, kind of spur off from the tunnel, um, but they uh, as you kind of explore them a little bit in the beginning, they, they just seem to be dead ends. Um, the air gets gradually warmer as you as you move down. Um, we, we went in the big tunnel, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Is that how, many, how many stability points did we get back for that? Uh, this one. After about a quarter of a mile, uh, the tunnel ends in a large elliptical cavern. Uh, 75 by 50 feet. Um, it looks natural, but it has a very level floor. 
You see a lot of stalactites hanging down from above and um, several dark chambers that yawn off to either side. Um, the this scent in the air, which is really beginning to be offensive, is even stronger in here. Um, who's first? Who goes first? <laughs> uh, who goes How cold is it in here? Is it is it is it freezing still in here? Uh, it's beginning chain? to near freezing. Near freezing. Okay, so water could run, hence the stalactites, which need to be caused by yeah, running water. Is the floor wet? Uh, it's a little... Not wet, no. Who's first? I'll go first. Swedish, Swedish right. guys. Great, Swedish guys first. <laughs> Norwegian. You catch a flash of movement uh, just as you begin to enter the, the large chamber. Quickly, something's here. Do you have something akin to, it's probably going to be sense trouble, uh, but something akin to listen? This is translating from Call of Cthulhu. To listen? I do have sense trouble. That a lot of it. Outdoorsmen will actually do as well. There's no listen. Um, bum, 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 bum. Sense trouble. All right. Outdoorsman. Sense trouble. Yeah. You. Well, I just saw movement underneath. Isn't that like there is trouble? It's not <laughs> that I need to try to sense trouble. I'm yeah. fucking sensing trouble. You're not. You're not gonna just go run head to run to hug it. <laughs> no. <Hug> time. <laughs> you can pick out the uh, a rustle of feathers uh, and kind of a, a a stealthy motion on the periphery of the chamber. Stealthy motion. Belcour, is that you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right behind stealthy you. Stealthy one. I'm slightly, uh, I'm slightly going mad scientist uh, with my scribbling notes and like uh, trying to make sense of all of it. Okay, I'm very trigger happy at this moment. It, like, if if something gives me more sense of trouble, the music stuff, I don't, uh, then I'm gonna shoot it. It's still broadcasting. Yes, that's always a good way to make a first contact. Yes, that's, that's that's where I am. Can I still see it? Do I have visual contact? Uh, no, it's too dark, and your flashlights aren't quite strong enough to reach all the way across. Maybe it's time we light some more flashlights. Good idea. Just Belcour, you have a rifle. Belcour, can you come here now? Yes, I run up. Turn on your flashlights. Something's well, in I here. Well, I can't fucking hold the rifle and light the flashlight at the same time. <laughs> You can with tape. <laughs> the flashlights are these big, bulky things. You just kind of hang it under the rifle. Um, you're you're kind of a, on the right on the on the edge of the the room. William, okay. more light. Okay, I'll turn on my flashlight. Ah, this light. You're you're kind of standing there, pointing your flashlights into the dark, trying to to make out. Um, what might be hiding in there? Uh, suddenly, a a shape comes waddling uh, from the edge of the the room, breaks across the room. Uh, it is uh, there's a, a weird a raucous squawking, and it is a, a more like taller than man sized albino penguin, 
kind of scrambling across the room. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! Dear God! <laughs> what madness is this? It disappears across uh, in the darkness into uh, the other side of the room. And that's it. It's just a penguin. It's a giant it's a penguin. penguin. Holy crap. The room, the room falls quiet again. I look at the... Did anybody else see the giant penguin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what it appeared to be. All white. Just like in Dias manuscript. You've noticed that it had no eyes. It just had this these white kind of uh, the skin grown over where the eyes once used to be. Ah, freaky! So it's it's, it's, so it's design. It's uh, adapted to dw to dwelling in these dark depths. It doesn't use sight. Shall we kill it? No, no. Now you start shooting guns in here. It's going to alert everything in these tunnels that we're here. Well, isn't it better to like lure it out than to? I'm to sure guns will lure it out. No, no, no. You notice Stop. that the uh, the Stop. Stop being so trigger happy. The floor in the room is uh, strangely almost polished, and um, there are some carvings on the wall. Uh, they're very crude. They're uh, they're deep. Um, they seem almost uh, if you were to. Uh, Bilkur, if you were to kind of describe them in, um, you know, uh, what's the word for that? What's the study of people? Uh, anthropology. anthropology. In anthropological terms, you would almost uh, describe them as degenerate. Um, most of them depict elder things uh, in various uh, stages of dismemberment or under attack from large uh, spheres of unidentified material. Um, they're, they seem like imitations almost, for fuck's sake. I'm sorry, my soundboard crashed again. You're gonna have to restart your broadcast, I apologize. Fucking Max. I know, it's terrible. Get a Linux computer. Um, and uh, you're standing there in, in uh, the room. There's some passages kind of leading off to the sides. Are there any like main passages on, or is this is like the end of the big uh, tunnel sort of thing? No, there aren't any main. They're just a bunch of smaller ones. Um, and uh, so this is an odd, odd place to end a big tunnel, no? Like if we look at the planning of everything, we come from the big hemisphere. We follow, you take the biggest tunnel out of there and we end up in a little cave with a few white penguins. Does that seem strange? It seems, everything seems strange. I don't know if that's more strange than anything. But it, does it, is it a dead end or what does it, where did the penguin go? Do we chase the penguin? Sure, I mean, it's the first sign of life. I just don't want to go down to a nest of 100 gigantic penguins. Yeah. They're all blind. <laughs> and while they're sensing somehow, I mean, they're able to... And what do they feed off anyway? Tekalili! Tekalili! You hear a sound coming up from one of the pathways. Tekalili! Tekalili! Oh, that's not... Shine the light! Shine the light! Shine the light! Gather I'm gonna up! Start, I'm going to start backing up. <laughs> um, 
you hear it coming off of one of the pathways from the side, and the um, you see in the light uh, that your flashlights are casting, suddenly this amorphous mass of muscles and teeth and eyes just bursting forth from the pathway. Take a lily, take a lily, ah, take a lily. Uh, so I get out as a dynamite. It's time to run. Um, you uh, you begin to grasp for your dynamite. Uh, this mass of weird tentacles and uh, flesh, but not quite. And weird. It looks like it's places it has human heads, Dear kind of God. in the, but it's not. Uh, it begins to crawl slash throw itself across the floor uh, towards you. Run! It's time to light up the rifle. Excuse me. You shoot it in uh, the eye. There. Oh, it's a big blob. <laughs> okay, so let's see. I think we should just make like the, the people did it previously, because we're pretty much retracing exactly what they did, and I think we should run. <laughs> Make like a leaf and blow. I'm gonna light the dynamite. I'm gonna throw dynamite at it. Alright, first I have to figure out how initiative works in this damn thing. So, so what is this? After a year we have combat? Yeah, <laughs> I forgot how it works. <laughs> initiative, wow. What? I, I so, never thought this day would come. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the aggressor We're is the first... We're actually dungeon crawling now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> and you found a dragon. Uh, the aggressor is the first combatant to move against the other, uh, which in this case, it'll probably take about uh, the length of a turn to, to cross uh, the, the room, so there's some time. Um, let's see. Beyond that, uh, you probably actually are going to have to... Good thing I put a bookmark into Shoggoth. Let's see. There is a stability loss. Yeah, I'm going to need a uh, sanity check from all y'all. Okay. So, do we... And we, I, I mean, that was the most complicated part about doing the sanity check. Could we spend, if we spend points, then we lose points. Yeah. And so we can't get yes. more points unless. <laughs> yes. There, you can choose to spend points in the roll to go towards hitting the target number, uh, but you shouldn't spend more points than you're likely to lose. The amount of points that you're likely to lose depends on the uh, thing that you're witnessing. Um, yeah, that's a lot of points. I know. I'm gonna spend three points. But it seems it seems like it's a lose lose proposition, right? Because yeah, it's, it's if you're spending crazy points, if you're spending points to save points, then it's a zero zero sum. So every time, so essentially every time you roll sanity, there's a sanity loss anyway from you spending points to try to stop from losing it. So yeah. it, it, it basically it, it says that the best thing to do is just gamble and lose points half and slowly by not spending anything. <laughs> I I don't disagree with that. So well, I rolled a, I rolled a perfect two. <laughs> I just, I don't see an advantage to spending points. I'm gonna spend points. I'm gonna spend two points. There you go. 
So I just went two down in sanity, trying to avoid losing any more points. Yeah. Yes. Brilliant. I'm not sure. And you, and you could still fail by doing that. If you roll a one or a two, if you needed a five, then you still fail and you still lose points. So that, then you would have lost twice the amount of points. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the worst game ever. <laughs> that would be like, if, if the casino could get you in with those odds and you would still play the game, then you would, they, they would be the happiest yeah. casino in the world. <laughs> I'm just gonna get the air condition turned on a little bit because it's crazy warm in here. Oh. Alright, so I'm just trying to figure if, out how... If only all that noise could make my room cooler too. <laughs> you have that crazy transformer uh, mecha thing. Yeah, now I'm gonna turn that on too because it doesn't matter anymore. Wow. Wow. Is that, can you hear Holy shit. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh huh. That's yeah, why. It I... sounds like you just you went into the subway or something. Yeah, it's crazy noisy. And the train is arriving. <laughs> that's actually uh, funny because that's exactly the uh, comparison that Dyer made with the Shaga. Mm. The subway. Ah. Uh, funny, haha. <laughs> what? The 5 p.m. Shaga is arriving at the platform. <laughs> <laughs> On platform two. Please allow all blind penguins and children to board first. Okay, so. Um, so from dynamite. For anybody who didn't hit a. Uh, no, let me go. Drives. Okay, so what did you roll? Two. Four. Five. All right. Uh, Tom and Jens, uh, both of you uh, lose one sanity point. <laughs> Jesus. And also... See, so that's shitty, because like, you spent two points to I, avoid I losing one, points. but you lost it anyway. But so. I lost one. <laughs> it cost you three points to avoid losing one, to one point. Jesus Christ, Jens. This is the worst rule. Ever. <laughs> has, has this ever been playtested before? Well, this is like version zero point one. Well, um, to be fair, Jens, everybody except you said ah, it's probably a bad idea to spend points, and you go ahead and spend points. I think these, I was, these sanity spending rules were invented by Visa. Uh, maybe they are just supposed to be insane. So, um, so you lose. Um, so you roll. So you can. So here's the thing, though. Um, no, wait a minute. Uh, can we go back to that monster that's sliming its way towards us? <laughs> I mean, yes, but first, um, I think it probably makes sense that it's a stability roll. For, fuck, I don't know. This is yeah. so I mean, the only way that this rule would make sense is if we knew what we were risking, right? No, if we I, knew I what the sense. loss was. It makes sense like this. Uh, if it's always a stability roll, but you can lose sanity when it's a missile sh stability roll, and therefore you always lose one point, and uh, you can spend your stability points, but don't spend your sanity points. Wait, because st stability points you can recover, but sanity points you cannot. So therefore, it never makes sense to spend any sanity points. But it does make sense to spend stability points if you want to. Um, does that make sense? I still don't uh, see the advantage of spending stability yeah. if we don't know what we're risking it for. Yeah. 
You know, it would be like going to a poker table and we have to put $100 down, but we don't know what we would win. And then when we win, we go, oh, you only won $20. Or, you know, if we yeah. lose, oh, you really lost $500. Oh, what? But I didn't know what I was, I was risking. So it doesn't make sense to spend if you don't know. Well, you do if you know that you're running across the Shoggoth, you know that it's likely to be worse than, uh, you know, seeing somebody get their hand off. train. Yeah, but we just hit, we just ran into Shoggoth and there's only one point. <laughs> If you no, lose. no, that's yeah. sad. We haven't gotten to stability yet, which is what I'm trying to do. Oh. fix it. Um, so a Shagov has a plus three stability um, uh, damage or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. So it's a five point target, and which means that if you roll a two, did anybody roll a two? Yeah. So you roll a two, cool. you miss by three, which means you take three plus three, so that's six stability. Um, Lost for you. Holy shit. <laughs> and uh, Jens? Yes. What did you roll? Wait, let me just be done laughing at that first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hit me with it. Uh, what did you roll? You can... And a sanity point. And a sanity well, point. Well, I rolled a two, but I spent two points, two sanity points, but those which are sanity everybody. Points. Uh, you can choose. Well, I spent two whatever points. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... I thought it was sanity. Let's just say you roll a four, so that means you get a five point uh, loss. Um, this is like a game theory experiment made by yeah. drunks. <laughs> so you got a five point loss, but you also lost the two you spent, right? So, so in reality, you lost the seven points. Yes. Are you if you and and if you hadn't spent the points, if you hadn't spent the points, you would have lost six points. Yes. But I'm still confused whether or not we lo actually lost any sanity points or this was only stability. You lost one sanity point and the other points I told you were stability points. Okay, okay. That's a hell of a lot of stability. Yeah. Okay, it's so... Like, it's like a third. It's more than almost half, right? Yes. Okay, okay so just, just run down my numbers. I spent two what points in order to make this roll? You tell me. Don't spend sanity points. So you can choose to spend <laughs> the stability points. So, okay, so that means, okay, I was at 10 insanity. And I was well, at 3 instability. So what? Just disregard, just disregard that you spent any points because it'll be better for you. Right. Okay. So, okay, so I didn't spend any points. Great. But how many points did I lose? I lost one sanity Six. point. No. Is that right? You rolled a 2. 2. So uh -huh. that's six. But how many sanity one. points did I lose? One. One sanity one, point and then five. One sanity point. One. 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 And then five stability points. Six. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this, is, this game blows. <laughs> so that's the same thing you lost, Tom. Yes, because we both rolled a fucking two. Jesus, you rolled like shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Alright. So I'm at 9 sanity, that's good. And I'm at minus 3 instability, that's not so good. No, that's not good. I'm just minus 5 for stability, so it's okay. Anyway, I plan to shoot some bullets into its face. <laughs> I, plan, I plan to blow it up with dynamite. Yeah, I don't know if bullets are going to have much of an effect. It's a big, amorphous I, I, I think, like, I think like a monster in close quarter running towards you where your dynamite might not be a good thing. 
We'll find out. <laughs> Just run. Just make sure you run. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have to turn the AC on. I'm just, I'm dying here. This is crazy. Okay, so, um, those who have weapons uh, can fire them. And uh, in whatever order you feel like, uh, if you want to, you know, do, it's, you can do whatever order you want. It doesn't matter. We'll just switch sides. Here's the train. Train. <laughs> I'm firing. Oh. Read out your numbers aloud. Wait, Three. What, what, are we, what, what are you rolling now? Shooting. And you're not using any points? I, uh, I am, but I rolled a one. <laughs> okay, wait, is this initiative or what? No, I do firing. Are you are you listening? Am I coming through at all? Or well, it's a little hard to hear over the AC. Got it. <laughs> um, well, okay. So this is what I want to do. I want to throw a fireball essentially at this thing with my dynamite. But I do appreciate that it may be a high risk situation for everyone involved. <laughs> so I'm just gonna think this through real quick. And I'm gonna need some help thinking it through because. Uh, Let me help. Is there, you. Don't do is it. There any, how far <laughs> away from this blob are we, and what's the fuse time, and is there any chance of this going right? Hold on. Jens, don't do it, you idiot. Shoot him with your gun. <laughs> In the face. Okay. Yeah, dynamite him close space always works out well. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking about dropping it pretty much where we are, living three-second fuse, and then we run like hell around the Three corner. seconds is not very long. Well, it depends how quick this blob moves. Five <laughs> seconds. So first of all, uh, doesn't that incur a one-point preparedness check for bringing the dynamite? I already spent that. Okay. Uh, second of all, it'll take you probably a round at least to bring it out of the bag, and you also have to then uh, you know, light it. Which is yeah, probably going to be the, the next round. Alternatively, I'll just shoot it in the face. Also, right? yeah, I, I would say this because you just incurred a six-point stability loss, which is actually pretty significant. So uh, it reads like this. Uh, five to six-point loss. This is serious. You may go into a little fugue state. Uh, deja vu comes over you, or you get a frame drop and miss a couple of seconds. Nothing fatal. No, you're still good. Nope. If you're talking, you might call out some encouragement to your mates. Uh, they're probably not doing so well. Um, if you've got a pre-existing condition, um, uh, say a shell shock or phobia, um, uh, this might trigger that thing to happen. So it's um, just to kind of put you in like where you're mentally. Maybe not the best time to light an explosive. Okay, but uh, then I'm gonna shoot it. That's okay. what I'm gonna do. But when Tom he spends the two, the plus two points, where do they come from? Uh, firearms. firearms. Got it. Okay, I'm gonna do the, exactly the same thing. In fact, no, I'm not. Well, I'm no, go. no, no. Don't roll a one, but otherwise do it. Well, I'm gonna spend three points. I was trying to be conservative because there we go. Nice. Boom. Read out your numbers. Oh, but hang on, just one second. Since I'm less than zero in stability, do I get a minus one to all yes. checks? 
Oh, there we go. So this is a six. Okay. And Tom, you're a two. Yeah. Tom and Austin, two. Um, so, uh, Belcour fires first and his bullet ricochets off the ceiling somewhere. Uh, then you first. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping the noise will startle the monster. Yeah, uh, and, and then you <laughs> fire, and you see your bullet. Uh, you you kind of see an impact in the this weird semi-translucent flesh, kind of. Um, William, what are you? What are you up to? So it it's, it appears to have no made no damage whatsoever. Um, it certainly impacted. Like just judging. It it did something, but whether it, how how much it affected it, it's still kind of coming at you. Uh, fairly. Did it screech? Uh, it did, but it it it's always screeching. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I, this sound, like the sound cacophony of whistling and piping and. Weird. Should I turn on my uh, ventilator? It will sound a bit like that. Uh, yes. <laughs> it sound exactly like that. I'm going to yell run and start retreating the way we came because I don't think we have, uh, we're not prepared to deal with this thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, You turn, uh, run! That's my wife talking to the cat. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, You uh, scramble up uh, the ramp up towards the other room. Uh, and that concludes the first round. The next round, the uh, Shoggoth has made its way kind of across the room and starts extending these weird tentacular. What, what uh, does that? What, what, what does our two screaming no-nos do? Oh, that's right. I forgot about those. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, one of them stands the off whole to the side. We have them. Kind of uh, just staring at it with his mouth like down to here, and his eyes like. And you can see uh, liquid coming through to his, through his pants. And the other He's guy. Frostbite. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, clever! Keep warm. It freezes. <laughs> Pee in your wetsuit. That's how you keep warm. Yeah. Uh, and the other guy uh, begins to fumble for his uh, for his gun, uh, which he didn't have out. Um, and uh, then the next round begins. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we brought those guys. Let me get a dice. Yeah, dynamite, guys. That's where it's at. <laughs> you know, the uh, the rule of outrunning a bear now applies, which is you don't have to outrun the bear, you just have to outrun the NPC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so warm here, you have no idea. I'm dying. <laughs> Go. <laughs> so happy with all his dice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, the, that's the look of a game master that's about to kill all his players. <laughs> All right, let's see. Okay. Um, okay, back. Is everybody here? Now it's. Yeah, what happened? Did Skype crash? 
I don't know. It, it was really. If weird. everyone could just stop disconnecting while we we're shooting monsters in the face. Let's <laughs> yeah. get a drink. Okay, so. so uh, where were we? Well, I shot it in the face. Run. It had, it had no effect at all. Um, the Shoggoth has reached across the room and um, it's protrusing, protruding uh, kind of tentacular uh, bits that have little weird kind of claws and a little eye on it and, and stuff reaches out and grabs uh, Nils Sorensen. Um, and I knew we brought them for a reason. I think we lost David again. No, David, you're there. You're just sitting very yeah, still. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's that, and Nils Sorensen rolls a, a one, actually. So not good for Nils Sorensen. Um, and he kind of picks him up off the ground with with ease, and um, Nils is like screaming in Norwegian. You can you understand the uh, the curse words coming out of his mouth? No, 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 no! The the guy with pee in his pants, by the way, not the other guy. Um, and now everywhere. And uh, what do you guys want to do? So he, he, is it be is this uh, Halvorsen? Is he being grabbed by tentacles? Yeah. Is there like some kind of spot that looks very soft and squishy that I can shoot? It all looks strangely soft and squishy. But is there like a big eye or a big juicy mouth or some goody stuff that really looks like the target? If you're asking whether it has a face, the answer is yes, it has a lot of faces. <laughs> it's, and they're all really all, pissed off. It's all just like this weird and it changes like things kind of grow out, like an eye will pop up where there was no eye before, a mouth yeah. will kind of just like open up. Uh, there, there aren't any, there is no soft spot, if that's what you're asking. God damn it. How are you supposed to kill it then? <laughs> the dynamite, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, fuck this shit, I'm running. I'm out. Right. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Log off. Return the way we came! <laughs> That's totally bad news for the other Norwegian guy. Yeah, well, we, we can't pull him out of there. It'll slow us down way too much. And then we'll get... That's just life in a big ancient city. The other yeah. guy is, uh, he's beginning, uh, He lunges forward towards uh, the Shoggoth, kind of trying to hit it with his, his, uh, his oh, walking geez. stick slash, uh, it's got a little pointy end on it. It's like, ah! Uh, and the Shoggoth kind of reaches out with a tentacle and wraps it around his arm and breaks his arm. Ah! What do you do? Uh, yeah, your, your run, you fool! Well, I'm, I'm running as I'm picking out the dynamite. Okay. Um, you see uh, the kind of the... In front of you, you can see the, the lights from Tom and, and William kind of going like this across the, as they run up the, the hallway. Um, give me uh, all of you give me an athletics um, roll okay at a minus one athletics I am going to spend two points okay I roll a seven minus one that's six nice 
Oh, nice. Wow, William? these are amazing numbers. William? Uh, I got, was there a minus one? You said? Yeah. No, well, it depends yeah, on well. your stability. Oh, then I probably have a minus one, right? So then I got a seven with my... Wow, you're all... Uh, <laughs> you've never uh, been in a... You've been, never been more motivated to run and exercise <laughs> in your life. Uh, it's good when you find new motivations for exercise. <laughs> um, Keep that cash up. You hear the screams uh, kind of recede in the back, uh, in the background, and then as you as you make your way up uh, that tunnel, um, and it's about a quarter mile, so it's it's you, you're getting some exercise in you. Um, you hear this kind of tekalili, 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 tekalili. Um, you can hear it making its way up the tunnel, and as it does, you hear the screams from the two Norwegians kind of being drowned out, uh, literally, kind of. Ugh. Um, and you you find yourself up in the um, uh, hemisphere hemispherical room again. I think we're just uh, keep going uh, where we came from. Run until you're uh, blood. Yes, run until we're back in New awesome. York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it uh, still chasing us? Uh, you can hear this like uh, uh but it recedes into the as you as you run. It's it's it sounds like it's receding. Well, as I'm running, I'm digging out my dynamite. Yeah, um, you've got it out by now, um, and you're hopefully it's stable enough, and you won't slip or anything. What do you yeah. do with the dynamite? Yeah, it's a good thing there's not so, ice. Well, I stop up, I look back, and I I use my flashlight to see if the Shagoth is still chasing us or not. If I can, if I have any visual contact with it yeah um you so you're standing kind of um where where are you in the semi or uh, hemispherical room i guess uh, up the ramp halfway up the ramp or something like that so uh, are you kind of because you you come from the the room that you were in uh you run up this like kind of long uh, ramp all the way up to um, yeah. From the caves up into the the room itself, are you in that room? Or are you kind of like towards the exit of that room, going up? Or I think well, then I'm, I just entered the room. Okay. From the ramp. Um, you can hear the uh, you hear the the noise that the Shagoth makes as it kind of uh, thrusts itself forward into the you know into the the path you came from um, for a little while, but then it seems to kind of stop, and you just hear this like. How how far away? Hard to say. Somewhere somewhere beyond the reach of your flashlight. <clears throat> so these things are on the depths. What about we just blow the penguins? What about we just blow that tunnel? Uh, well, let's blow the monster. Look, how about we each grab a piece of dynamite, we run down towards it, light it, throw the dynamite, and run back up real quick. But if we can get away, I mean, this is probably not the only thing, only one. Do you want to use our precious dynamite if we can just get away? I want to kill it. <laughs> kill it! Uh, maybe it's time say? to re... So, I mean, are we leaving... Are we leaving behind two dead teammates or two non-dead teammates? Uh, if they're not one running. Has a broken, 
Well, you know? until five minutes ago, we didn't even know they were on the expedition. <laughs> 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 Two generic no-named expedition members. <laughs> Fodder. <laughs> we shall mourn... What's their names? Uh... <laughs> Was it Sven? Uh... We shall meet Morn Bjorn. The Swedish guys. <laughs> They're Norwegian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you stand there for a short while and the, the sound of the Shavath seems to slowly disappear back into the depths. Okay, so we entered his turf, but he's not that interested in chasing us. Well, maybe he has the snack already. He, he just ate Norwegian. <laughs> I hope that will give him uh, a bad feeling. Shag off with diarrhea. Um. And there you are. Okay. I'm, not so, I'm, not so super, I'm not so super proud that we left two men behind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we didn't have a choice. It would have been all of us if we hadn't gotten out of there. They, I mean, I hate to say it, but they valiantly gave their lives so that we, the rest of us could escape. We should be thankful for it to them while we mourn them. I guess. Okay, well, we have visual confirmation of life here. Oh, let's get the um, let's report back. This is uh, no, this is fucked up. I knew these tunnels were a bad idea. <laughs> well, at least we know now. This is science. <laughs> Give me a sense trouble spend one point. Okay, I'll do it. As you're standing there kind of debating what to do, uh, you notice there's a, a vague sound coming off of the tunnel that you initially entered this room with when you were coming down. So, so our retreat, you mean? Yeah. What does it sound like? Oh, not good. Okay, we gotta take another way out, guys. Fuck. All right, you underground spelunkers, navigation. Which which way do we go? Probably at a, at a right angle to these tunnels would be best. Towards the camp. Yes. What can possibly go wrong? So, <laughs> using my compass, can we quickly take a bearing and see? Uh, you know, try to work our way at a perpendicular angle to the way we came in, and have it be towards away from. Camp. Can I just ask a question about dynamite? Mm -hmm. I don't have that much experience. Real life <laughs> it blows up really big. <laughs> okay, so it's, uh, I mean, I'm imagining like a Donald Duck style red cylinder formed piece of dynamite, you know, and then it has a little fuse, and then I sort of, since I'm crazy experienced with dynamite, I can actually set it to one, two, three, four, five second fuses, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then light that thing, and I can throw it as if it were a hand grenade, right? Is that how real life works with dynamite? Yeah, but generally dynamite is not made to throw and immediately explode. It's made to to have a really long fuse that takes minutes. 
So what you can do is, you know, you, you get a stick of dynamite and it has a fuse that's like a 10 minute fuse. And then you cut that fuse based on how, like if you want a five minute fuse, you cut it in half. If you want a 10 second fuse, now that's really dangerous because now you're holding your light right you know, close to the part where it's actually touching the dynamite. So it's right. it's not made to be a grenade. Right. Isn't it like like nitroglycerin inside the sticks? As and well? so it's pretty stable. That's only the old. That's only when they're old, and it's like uh, yeah, it's it's pretty stable. I mean, it only just re reacts to fire, heat. So as long David, as have you ever thrown the dynamite? Have you ever thrown a stick of dynamite? No, I mean no. these days it, it's dangerous because there's far more stable stuff than a stick of dynamite. But they still use right. sticks of dynamite mostly in excavation and mining and things like that. Where it's that's why we brought it as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's okay. So, but let's just say that a piece of dynamite it blew up in the middle of this room where we are now. What would happen? Forget about the shagrath. A stick of dynamite, if it's a big enough passage, not a whole lot other than if you're not within, um, you know, it depends on the stick of dynamite, but probably, I'd say you probably want to be 20 to 30 feet away from being killed outright by the pressure wave, but then you want to be probably more than 100 feet to not have, you know, ringing, bleeding right. ears and things from the pressure. But as long as it's not confined, because what makes the explosion worse is if the explosion is confined and right. can't travel. Lack of space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so for it to actually have any damage, the the shagrath needs to basically crawl right on top of it or get it thrown yeah. into its. Oh, mouth. definitely. If if it were if it were uh, close to the dynamite, it would definitely damage because it will destroy the cells. Basically, basically, what we do is we fill your pockets with dynamite and we light it and then we throw you at the. <laughs> but the trick is timing it right so because you have to yeah if it's advancing on you do you have enough time to light it and have it and then get, get away from the you have to get away from the dynamite to get outside of it it's kills i, I think i think we should use a, i think we should use preparedness point to have a flamethrower instead <laughs> um what about a good oxygen tank oh it's not it's not oxygen it's just air isn't it useless Say again. Uh, the oxygen tanks are not oxygen tanks; they're air tanks, so they're not so useful for making. I, mean, I think if you want to kill the shagath, probably the, from what we've seen of it, the probably the best chance of success would be you light the dynamite, not to explode immediately, and then you'd have to somehow either throw it into the shagath so it would absorb it, and then it would well, blow up. Actually, you could tape it to the uh, uh, an air tank. I think that would be pretty effective. But then, but you have the same issue. Is that then it has to be close to it when it goes off. So how do you ensure? Yeah, yeah. No, the, no, sure. But at least the boom is going to be bigger, so you have to be less precise. Yeah, I mean, and maybe if it's just chasing you, if it's that big, if you just light it and throw it on the the floor behind you, maybe as it yeah, comes yeah. along, it'll yeah. it'll roll over it and absorb it, and then it'll go off. There's still the matter of the tekalili coming uh, down. Yeah. We want to. We want to. We definitely need to. Yes, yes, that. yes. But how does dynamite work? <laughs> well, because what I'm thinking, if you could somehow have a rough idea about it, 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 its ETA is one minute. Then I'll set a one-minute fuse in this fucker, leave it there right in the center of the room, and then off we run. No, it won't make any difference. That will be too yeah, random. It's too random. The, the worst case would be it explodes behind it, and now it drives it towards us. In, instead, what we need to be is like ambush it or something. Yeah. And but what ambush it with what? Rig a bow and arrow so you can shoot an arrow with a dynamite lit dynamite stick into it. 
No, not now, but... <laughs> Let's go. Do you want to Let's find another shotgun or do you want to run? Jesus No, Christ. we want to go perpendicular down that corridor. <laughs> another corridor. Well, yeah. I follow whoever seems like they think like they know where they're going. We follow, we follow William. Yeah, uh, my signal is incredibly bad right now. How's everybody else's? I can hear you fine. The video is really bad. just a bit buddy. Yeah. Really terrible. Um, okay, there are a bunch so, of excess. Um, none of them seem any different than, than the others, other than that some of them are, are kind of collapsed, but. Um, okay. Or like immediate collapsed, rather. All right. Well, we gotta pick one that looks looks like we can travel down it. So let's pick one that's the least amount of collapsed. And... Um, the one right. that looks most like an exit. You uh, you find an exit and um, kind of make your way down um, down it, um, and it winds for for a while. You uh, I assume that you uh, try to. Uh, save energy by only using one flashlight at a time and, and stuff like that. Yeah, just trying to listen and see if we're being pursued. Yeah. Since, since they, they, they're so kind to you know, talk to us as they're coming to kill us. Yeah, it's very friendly. <laughs> friendly warning. Um. I'm sure, I'm sure that in its alien language that, that to kill you translates to free candy, free candy. <laughs> Um, as you make away the, the, the path and, and the, as you came out of the, the depths, the weathers begin, or the, the airs begin to be, uh, become colder again. Huh? And um, as you make your way down this path, uh, it's, it's, it's curving slightly upward, and um, every once in a while it'll break off into various other smaller, smaller paths. Um, huh? there's some if it's going upwards, let's keep on it. Yeah, there's some minor rooms along the way and stuff like that. It opens up into a, uh, a broad chamber um, that's nearly square, um, and you've passed through a bunch of kind of where the pathway is widened and split up, turned into small galleries, and then kind of broken off again. Um, there's a, a gently sloping floor, kind of uh, cut across uh, by several deep channels. Uh, it's un unclear exactly what they're for. Uh, they're about two feet wide uh, and about the same same depth. Ceiling is arched, uh, shaped like a half cylinder, kind of laid on its side, um, and it seems to be um, cut from the the bedrock of the plateau. Mm -hmm. um, there is a um, a tall dais at both ends of the room, and um, six broad bands of murals, kind of wrapping around uh, the room and uh, carvings that seem to cover the ceiling um, and a bunch of uh, big square panels about uh, 20 feet on each side. Um, oh yeah, and the Shoggoth uh, didn't seem to, in case okay. it wasn't clear, uh, to follow you. Okay, well, this would be a good place to take a rest, I think, then, and maybe look at some of the murals and uh, should we? someone should be posted by the opening to see if you hear approaching yeah we can have uh, one stand guard and while uh, two uh, studying the architecture and the murals I'll stand guard and then we'll make the plan so everybody knows which which exit out of here we're going to continue if we have to make, make a hasty retreat to continue yeah. upwards towards the surface 
Oh, Hyla, I'm going to prepare two sticks of diamond. I'm going to put them in, in my belt in a way that if you can imagine like a, a young Tom Selleck going Arctic, <laughs> Arctic exploring and with one minute fuses on each and I'm going to load my rifle. Yep. All I need is a cigar, but I didn't bring any cigars. Right. My cigarettes. You want a cigarette? You got a lit cigarette? One, one point preparation <laughs> spend. Um, the so you you kind of spend some spend a little energy just or a little uh, uh, time sorry um, sitting down relaxing a little bit. Um, Tom, you um, you see that the uh, the you know execution and designs of of the um, the adornments on the walls are this really very very well done and, and insofar as it survived so far uh, uh, until now it's really immaculate work um, and uh, they they almost seem to tell the story that uh, they've been telling much more clearly than anywhere else um, and you can you can kind of see you know some of the same story that was covered by um, by by Dyer um, being tell, told here about how the Elder Things arrived on Earth um, more than a billion years ago and how um, how their war with the Shoggoth um, kind of evolved over time. I have astronomy, so if there's anything astronomical that is to be gleaned from it. Well, I don't we all have minor stability, so we can't really use uh, any skills. True. That is true. Uh, well, I'll, uh, I will... Um, Put some paper together and, and uh, chalk it, chalk that shit down. Let's see. And uh, mark and note it all neatly and put it in a safely back in the backpack. So there is an astronomy uh, thing here, actually. Um, the ceiling maps um, are fairly clear, actually. Uh, my, did we get any health back from the previous session are we still where we were uh, I I think you would get back whatever you would get back normally from, from sleeping I forget what that is so what one point so. here is roughly the map that you see on the ceiling uh, let's see. Or one of them anyway so it's showing what is it Pacific Ocean so it shows Antarctica it's being joined Pole. to the rest but it's joined to the rest of the continents right so this is like pre this is like Pangea type architect yeah. or uh, geography right so it's obviously from way back when the earth was young when they when this when the city was thriving um, you also see that um There are maps of Antarctica um, as it would have looked like 50 million years ago, uh, thereabouts. Um, there are maps of the globe at different times showing um, kind of the, the drifting of continents over time. Uh, there's a map of the solar system. Uh, Pluto has just been discovered by, by humanity. Um, and there's, a, there's a, a clearly kind of um, canted orbit of Pluto beyond Neptune. And then beyond that, there's another shrouded orb um, um, showing on those maps. Something mm. that hasn't been 
that is discovered by man thus far. Um, and that's about it. That's something worth taking a rubbing of. Yeah, it seems, uh, I don't know. I suppose somebody could be interested. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I try to uh, chalk up as much as I can of this stuff, uh, how it makes sense. And... Mm hmm. And I'll, I'll draw a crude sketch of it in my notebook. Um, you know, there might be a chance to recover some points since you're resting here a little while. Well, it's two points per day of restful activity for health, so you don't really have time. Oh, for yeah. So. so that's zero. Yep, zero to. points back, so that's good. All right, what else uh, do you spend your time on? I guess that's it. Uh, if we mark, basically take note of most stuff and we uh, try to find the logical next exit. Mm -hmm. so just gotta find yeah. where you are on the... Um, so from here, um, there's some other passageways kind of leading, leading off into uh, more tunnels. Oh goody. Do we uh, take a chance of uh, going back where we came to get to the exit? Well, if we're still heading up, why don't we keep following this? I mean, heading back into danger, I don't think is a great idea. Okay. We'll try and follow a, an upwards path if yeah. possible. Okay. Um, a one point spend of outdoorsmen for navigating. Actually, I have, well, I don't know if it makes sense here, but I have the Arctic weather two points outdoors, man, polar survival thing that I could use. Um, but I don't know if it's no, here. it's not fully applicable here. Um, uh, I'll spend uh, outdoorsman point. I'm down to my last point now. Okay. Great. So um, you navigate through a network of, of tunnels, but you have some idea of where of kind of the, the direction you've been pointing. Um, and uh, the compass, you know, works intermittently. Um, it seems to be a little disturbed from time to time. Um, you, you find yourself um, kind of moving through tunnels where uh, the um, uh, the temperature begins to get colder and colder again, and uh, before you know it, you oh. before you know it, the um, uh, the air begins to kind of waft in from the outside, and um, you follow that to uh, God, hold on. trouble. Mm. Okay, that's good. Cold is good. Yeah, warmer down below means that's probably where the that's where these creatures are thriving. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it wouldn't actually do that well in frost. This thing. Yeah, uh, because in at the mountains of madness, they're talking about that there's flowing rivers and whatnot. Yeah. So it seems like a more even like using the word tropical, you know, like as if yeah. the yeah the the South Pole at the time was um, habitable. 
Yeah, and it's also said that like the the uh, shagath they they prey on they eat the the uh, penguins. It's a food source. Yeah. You find yourself exiting into um, this open kind of conical pit. Um, almost resembles kind of a, a Grecian theater or a, a bullfighting pit of some sort. Um, and you see these wide ledges kind of you know, s- stepping up from, from where you stand, kind of at the bottom of it. Uh, and you can see the, the surrounding city kind of on, on top of the, uh, atop the, the pit and then the, the mountains off. Oh, so it's open. Yep. Nice, so we found, it. we found a way out. Yeah, you're standing under open sky. Okay, in a pit. Yeah. Yes. But I, so I guess we can explore this thing while we're here and try to figure out what its function is, if it's indeed like a sporting arena or something else. Yeah, you seem the the um, whatever carvings there are here are are fairly uh, kind of washed out by time um, and uh, weather. Uh, they seem to show crowds of elder things um, in this place. Um, beyond that, it's a little hard to say exactly what. Um, what it was. It doesn't show any any kind of particular activity other than gathered gathered elder thing masses. Okay, so, the, all right, so it's a place they gathered or something. Mm. Human the bottom of it is just, it's just flat. It's just a flat plane. Yep. Any way out of here? Uh, yeah, you can just kind of climb up um, the you know, the uh, uh, the slopes of the arena are kind of broken enough that they're even even when they're too tall to what you would normally be able to climb up, it's been cracked or uh, God, these cats are just going crazy today. Um, you can kind of make your way up through the cracks or, or you know on top of rubble and stuff like that. All right, let's do it. I'm ready to just yeah, get the fuck out. Out. Cool. You find yourself. Um, let me see here. Find it on the map. I think we need to definitely warn the others to stay out of the yeah, nets. Exactly. So you find yourselves over here. If you see the map in rule twenty, um Okay, let's uh head back to the camp. Yeah. Okay. Uh maybe in a brisk brisk pace. Yeah. Yeah. You've been gone for a number of hours. Um, well, probably a while, actually. Four or five hours, maybe? Okay. Um, and make your way back to the camp. Uh, you see um, some of the some of the other people um, are already there. Uh, DeWitt is uh, working on the uh, on the plane. And um, how, how much more progress does he need? How, or how, how close is he to finishing? Um, he's probably almost done. Um, okay. Just wants to make sure that uh, it's kind of been, been done right. I'm just going to turn off the AC again. You come back to, uh, to the camp and um, you see um, Moore, is, Moore is there um, sitting with his notebook. Okay, we definitely want to go talk to him and tell him what what occurred. Mm-hmm. So that means he's back from exploring the the statues to the south. 
that was Starkweather. That was Starkweather, okay. Okay, so you have a, yeah. a good talk to him. Professor yeah. Moore, we have to report on our, our uh, I would say, rather f our failed expedition into the depths. There's danger looking below. We, we saw a rather unbelievable creature. It was a giant amorphous blob with many mouths and eyes, and it chased us uh, through the tunnels. In fact, there are more than one because as we were retreating, another one, we heard it uh, ahead of us. They make this very strange sp spoken word sounding uh, It's like the creature uh, cry. in, in uh, Dyer's text. In the, the text, exactly. It sounded exactly like that, which means that these would be Shoggoths by his, his uh, testament. We lost two men down there. Sven and <laughs> yes, they valiantly gave their Sven lives so that we, we could escape. Sven they, they, they die valiantly uh, protecting us from sudden these, death. These creatures seem to be almost indestructible, at least by any means that we have. They, we shot them, uh, and they just continued without any appearance of being damaged. So we should definitely avoid going down into the depths. As you descend into the depths, it gets warmer, and, and the temperature becomes above freezing. Uh, so it seems like these creatures are inhabiting the warmer depths of the city. Well, that is terrible news indeed. I wonder what it all means. Did you find anything else? Well, yes. I, I bring out the papers I made and start to like map it out on the table or whatever we have um, to show him and tell the story. Uh, I retell the story as I interpret it. Uh, from everything we've seen. Yeah, he seems, um, it's almost as if he, you know, he, he obviously feels terrible about the, the deaths of the Sorensons, but um, he seems almost numb to it and, and more interested in kind of the academic findings of, of your, your work. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I explain it like I'm pretty much rambling, uh, you know, like, oh, and then we have this, and then, and then, and then there was this, and then the, from the, 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 the sky, and, and then and then there's another planet, it's not even Pluto, uh, and, you know. God, this is remarkable, it. remarkable. And he's scribbling notes and, like, transferring your, some of your stuff over. Uh, and you, he compares it also to some of the stuff that uh, Dyer was talking about and his own notes from, from the, some of the nearby ruins. Myth confirmed, let's go home. <laughs> so, Professor, I have a suggestion. Uh, I, I, I fear that the expedition is not thinking three-dimensionally enough, which is the, the, the technology of flight is still rather new, but gives us a tremendous advantage to see the, uh, from above as, we're, as birds would perceive the world. So this species that can fly, it would make sense that they would build upwards. Mm. So I think we need to survey the city and try to get a better sense of where you know where is is a more advantageous place to focus our exploration also to try to potentially find the other expedition members see what where they are what they're doing if they need any help uh, and it serves a third function which is we're repairing the skid on the damaged uh, plane we need to test that out and ensure that it's fully functional before we weigh it down with people and fly it back home so i think a, an exploratory flight uh, would would be in order considering we have the weather, we have a known landing mm. location we can return to. I think there's a lot to be gained from from doing a, a quick reconnaissance flight. Yeah, that might be that might be a good idea. 
Uh, maybe we can figure out where the, the other expeditions set down as well, and if they're still well. I am a clearly there's danger here. They may be need, in need of assistance. Yeah, I'm a little afraid of what would happen if we were to lose one of the one of the planes. Even um, it would be a very long walk home. Um, it's getting a little late in the day. Um, the people begin to kind of come back from from their walks and from from repairing their airplane and stuff. Um, Hold on, let me check my notes. Doo -doo -doo. The problem is how to kill this thing. Do we have any other weapons above ground? I mean, killing it may not be in our best interest in that the risk maybe maybe we don't need to go down underneath maybe there's there's information to be gained in the upper parts of the city we're clearly not equipped to handle something like that yeah we don't want to fight it on its own terms in the dark depths yeah yeah because looking at this map we have such little detail about what's around the city and it would be I think it'd be worthwhile to fly like up and down the frozen river at least and see what's along it because it would make sense that you'd put well, if river was if, if if once water was flowing that would be a core of the city and you'd build you'd build a, along the river the important parts of the city. Yeah, I mean, I think we know that they're below ground. Isn't that where the focus of our attention should be? Like either. Well, but their city crumbled. Their city was thriving at one point. It was a you know a metropolis that reached out into the sky. So, I I think the city still has. If we're if we're here to find scientific and and you know uh, wealth of knowledge and information, it would be in their ruined city. I think. No, I, I see the merits of a more like archaeological mission, mm -hmm. but I guess I'm more sort of leaning towards more like a death squad kill mission <laughs> myself. Suicide mission, I think that's the word you're looking perhaps, for. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps, but there must be some way to, to to get to its lair or to kill it or to entrap it to or capture it and study it. Death by Shaga. Cap yeah, death by Shaga. <laughs> Suicide by Shaga. <laughs> um, so, Suicide. like, we wouldn't have to have have any sort of miniguns or any kind of more military. You guys there? Yeah. yeah. The video turned off again for yeah. some reason. Military equipment. There is, of course, also the other matter. Like, what does uh, justify the the taking a, a flight trip around is that we don't know what happened to the Lexington mission. Yeah, exactly. That's. Um, I think there's just uh, there's too much advantage to be gained by by doing a reconnaissance flight. It yeah. could be a rescue flight. It could give us information. It, uh, I, I just think Nazis. That, Nazis will have weapons. Yeah, the, the risk to me doesn't seem that that great compared to what the advantage could be. Well, I'm on for the mission to go find some Nazi weapons. So, um, as people begin to kind of filter back into camp, um, uh, Starkweather um, also kind of uh, and, and Dewitt also come back from their um, 
uh, reconnoiter. Um, and uh, they say, um, they, they tell you how they ran into um, Lexington and one of her, uh, one of her guys uh, from the other expedition oh. down by the river. Mm -hmm. um, and that they're camped on the other side of the river. Um, they're on, uh, they're kind of on a further down. I don't want to draw it on the map right now. Um, and um, they've been looking for one of their men, Williams, who's gone missing. Um, and uh, it seems like their camp was rummaged through. Um, maybe the elder things have uh, found them and, and kidnapped him or something. Um, but um, they've lost some supplies. They've lost uh, the, the plane can't fly. Uh, it's been ruined. Uh, <coughs> it's damaged to the point of it's it can't be repaired. So yeah, they've lost it's, their. It's missing parts. Um, well, that's gonna that's gonna definitely make it more difficult to get everybody out of here weight wise and stuff. Or do it because how many people? Did well, that we're plane? three men down in total. We lost two Norwegians and they lost one person. Yeah. And, and so how many are they total? Like how many do they need to be able to get on a plane? Oh yeah, because it's big. The bell, right? Yeah. That's true. And they have the Germans on board. You no, know, the bell isn't actually that big. It was so good last time. Everything was just working. Yeah. What's going on? I see David. I see no Heile, my mom. Yeah, that's because I'm busy. I don't have time to deal this guy's <laughs> shit all the time. It. Yeah. Um, so the bell uh, carries uh, only six people. Um, and uh, so that's... Um, uh, Casey Lexington, Priestley, who's the guy that she was traveling with when Starkweather and DeWitt ran into them, um, Williams, who's gone, um, and then Dr. Johann Meyer, uh, Maxwell Rocha, and uh, Hermann Baumann. And then on your team, uh, you guys also uh, carry uh, six people in either plane. Um, actually, that's not true. No, that's true. Okay. So weight-wise, we have the ability to get them all out of there. Uh, not in one swoop. It'd have to be more, right? Well, with two people gone from our expedition... And there are four people. Five. Yeah, but I think if, if, if it were just an evacuation mission, we could leave enough supplies and equipment to get four bodies on a plane. I, that shouldn't be too big a, a, a weight difference. Um, it's possible to remove enough cargo from the planes to accommodate another person or two. Um, the addition of a single person to a plane requires extra food, oxygen, blah, blah. That's actually flying over the mountains. It's not the other way around. Um... So you might be able to make room for maybe at most up to four people on your planes, which still leaves one one person in the lurch. Uh, uh, one person is a margin we... for error that would be, I think, riskable if it's a matter of getting everyone out. Alive. Well, that's, that is you're already kind of at margin of error because you're you're overloading the planes, flying through a very high pass. Um, okay, so we draw straws. <laughs> Uh, Who gets tied to the wing? Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't Tell we uh, join camps anyway? I mean, it makes no, they don't have a plane anymore. Shouldn't we yeah. ask them to join our camp? And there's also things are getting significantly more dangerous. They could. I mean, they, they, would have to, minus they would have to transport all of their uh, material over to you, and they don't have a plane. 
did they crash land or did they attempt to land at that location? Uh, at what location? Where they where their plane is down. No, they landed. So it was just they landed hard. I mean, was is it? No, they landed they, and then their their plane was uh, destroyed uh, while they were out. So they they left for the day and then they came back and something destroyed it. Something they just de- they destroyed how like completely. Like, obliterated on fire, or took just took out parts that were necessary for. for yeah, plane they seem quite curious. These creatures like destroyed the, destroyed the cockpit, stuff like that. Uh, how did they do that without opposing thumbs? It's yeah, I, yeah, one of the mysteries for the ages. And yeah, that's pretty surgical. That doesn't seem like it would be something a, like a shagath would just. If yeah, it exactly. Would be, a shagath would just rip the thing apart and go in and take out key parts. Yeah, my theory is that it, it mind controls people, and it got that missing person uh-huh. to uh, it got him under control. Like they nearly got you, Will. Who's the guy? Who's oh, the no. guy who? Who's the guy who's missing from the expedition? What's his function or specialty? Or Williams, he is the uh, pilot. Kyle oh, so he would he would know how to disable a plane. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He would. So are they left with no pilots? Was he their only pilot? Uh, they have a co-pilot, Hermann Baumann, one of the Germans. Baumann. Look, we need we need to keep watch all the time because yeah. something is going on and parts are going missing and obviously there's some sort of effort uh, going on to to prevent us leaving this yeah. place. Yeah, these planes are our lifeline. If something happens to these planes, we're not getting home. Yeah. So we need, yeah, to we, need to, we need to we need to put guards on the planes at all times, yeah. and we, we kind of need to guard ourselves. I think that we need to guard ourselves against each other as well. There need to be like two person crews. Absolutely, the, probably, yeah, minimum numbers of people. It's not just two because if there's two and one person can overcome the second pretty easily, I think there needs to be groups. I would say four at a minimum together. But then there's nobody to do an expedition. We might as well go home. Well, you do an expedition of four, but. Def- I don't think I don't think we can afford to split up in smaller numbers yeah. <laughs> with a rifle. <laughs> yeah, th- this mission this mission just isn't going very well. Yeah, there's there's high risk now. I mean, we can't afford we, exploration is not the the overriding factor now. It's protecting our, the planes and ourselves and making sure we we smartly don't split up or split our resources to the point yeah. where we can. Yeah, if only there was uh, I don't know a hard driver to get your. That's the thing I can use to split you oh. up if I wanted to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you mean bait, dangling, yeah. sanity, or stability exactly. points? Um, okay, it's, it's like this theory that I had that, that this Williams was mind controlled. Is there any other basis for that? Do you guys remember anything that we read or saw? Is that possible? I just don't see, they don't really seem like they have opposable thumbs and they have any sort of, you know, their weird slimy tentacles. How could they remove a part from the plane? It seems more obvious that it's Williams himself that did it. You know why he would do that is. Well, well now this seems applicable. I'll tell you guys. I had the strange dream last night. I dreamt that I was not human. I thought it was just a nightmare brought on by the strange things we've seen. But I, I dreamt that I was not human, and it, I was, I was. It, it looked like kind of eating, dissecting a, a human being. That's it. I shoot Will. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite up his ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, that's a little. Is that uh, close space enough? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a little uh, troubling to hear you it's tell it's us. It's very troubling in light of what's happened. Yes. 
Okay, well, I, I think we need to join the camps, however we go about doing that, and be very vigilant about guarding the, the valuables. Yeah. And we should probably make a move to get out of here. I don't know what the goal is to stay at this point. It just seems our survival chances are just dropping by the, by the hour. We're risking getting stranded. Yeah. yeah. More seems to agree as well. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe tomorrow we we send a, a plane back to the plateau. We can uh, we can send the first the first few people. Um, well, the problem is that we can't go through the the pass unless the winds die down. Yeah, we're kind of stuck. Yeah, so so then yeah, our, our order of business should be protecting those planes at all costs. We need to make sure everyone knows what's going on, and we need to be very wary and challenge anyone that we that we don't know, and stick together, use the buddy system. Um, all right, do you guys do you guys want to quit here? And this is not working at all. Uh, yeah, this is like terrible technical crap. Uh, and I'm literally boiling, uh, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time to stop anyway. Um, I'll pick it up next time. All right. Okay, guys, I'm eager to take these fucking headphones off. <laughs> no, let's hang around a little bit, Tom. Come on. Come <laughs> no! On. Get away! I know. Okay, so before I turned on my AC, my these closed headphones were turned out to be a really bad idea. <laughs> I'm just sweating. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Okay, guys, uh, we'll set up a new session soon, I hope, and uh, yep. take it from there. Let's do it. Cool. All right. Sounds great. All right, guys. All right. Take care. Cool. See y'all. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.